0: It could just mean human people who are important in your tribe. (laughs) Uh Or it could mean all the gods together. Or it could mean God, like the one God. Or it could mean a particular God, but not the God you're thinking of. So you're Mm -hmm. saying the Elohim is basically the Hebrew version of Smurf. I don't know. It's Smurfy. It's like, (laughs) let's go Smurf that thing. There's there's a lot of debates about what range it should have. But yeah, this is just another one of those like words yes. why do you torment me and
1: and it's like the, the thing from that part that passage that the uh, the um, the forever slave yes also as the bondservant things like that that term survived for millennia yes that that term survived until until like first century when uh, when one of the writers of one of the new testament used that specific word talking about his relationship to Jesus oh yeah and and so like this it's interesting that like there's some parts of culture that go away, but there's some parts of culture that are so important and so central that they are like, they're actually culturally there and they survive beyond like three different kingdoms of, of, um, uh, being ruled over by other Kings. And unfortunately slavery is one such institution. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But, but this, this specific one actually was turned into a, I have chosen to belong
0: to the Lordship of, uh, of, of God kind of thing. So, um, On a less exciting note, let's get back to slavery in a way that's going to make you real uncomfortable. Mm. Are you talking about the slavery for women? I'm talking about the slavery for women. All right. So we just talked about boy slaves. Yes. What about girl slaves? What about them? They do not go free. No. Mm. Interesting. We need to talk about why they don't go free here in a second. But it has two options for what could happen. Well, three options. First, girl slave gets bought. Everything is fine. Second, girl slave gets bought and she does not please her master. In which case, he has to treat her... Well, okay. He has to treat her like he is divorcing his wife. Which yes. means you say, wait a second. What? <laughs> what if he bought her for his son? Then he has to keep her as his wife. At which point you're like, wait, wait, wait. What are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, for probably what this is talking about is you bought the slave to be a slave wife. Like we already hit, we already saw this with like Abraham and Hagar. Right. So yeah, if you're not uncomfortable yet, that's because you have not spent enough time in the modern era. Like Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) yes, we're talking about buying and selling, buying and selling women to be slaves, to be used as wives. Right. Is that, would that translate to like later in the Bible, it talks about like concubine. Is that a similar thing or this is just my curiosity.
0: I don't know a hundred percent. I, I think it's more like a, it's really hard to talk about ancient poly marriage. What, what, what is it? When you have multi polygamy, yes. that's the word. Ancient polygamy. Um, poly Maggie, I think it's really just what we would consider wives, but you'd have multiple wives. So you mm-hmm. could, you, I mean, I mean, to be perfectly honest, if you're, if you're doing, if you're getting a wife in the normal course of things, you buy them for the bride price. So you're functionally buying them as a slave to be your mm. wife. Right. 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 Regardless, there's not that much of a difference, even for normal wives. Right. Mm. I mean,
1: like, and uh, uh, was it the tangent culture, a, a, a close, a culture very, very close to this culture, uh, um, Arab culture until yeah. I don't know when, but like the, the rule for, for polygamy for them was as long as you can financially support another yeah. wife. You that's can the, have. Yep, yeah, that's the
0: Muhammad's standard in Islam is right. you can have as many wives as you can afford to keep. Mm. Yes, and to respo- and, and respond responsibly. Yes, yes, yes and exactly.
1: it was, it's, it's very clear about that. Like, no, you can't just have all the women. You, you have to be able to take care of all of the
0: women, which for me is huh, hilarious because, like, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually exactly what this says. Yeah. Because in the if you bought him for your son part, it says you have to treat her like a daughter, which is how you're supposed to treat your son's yes. spouse. And. He, another one of those lovely Bible he's, probably referring to the son who now has a wife. Mm. He has to keep giving her the things that you're required to give a wife, namely food, clothing, and sex. Yes. And if not, then she goes free because you're not doing your half of being married.
2: Mm. Right. Mm. Yeah. God's still, it's very interesting that like even in that, this culture, right, this context of slavery functioning in this way, um, the marriage bed is still so important. And like this this covenant that you have between the two is, is held very, very highly esteemed <laughs> by God. And he's commanding that of his people to still hold that highly. Yeah, which but, yeah. also goes back to why I think
0: men go free and women don't. Because mm. if a man is a slave and then goes free, he can do stuff. Yeah, like he, he can get a job, he can provide right, for himself. Right. He's got agency. Exactly. She, he's she got doesn't. agency in this culture. Yeah, A woman doesn't. Right. And so if you let her go free after six years, you're essentially... Like you're essentially victimizing her, yeah, yeah, because you've taken away all of her options for being taken care of, and she doesn't have agency, so she can't take care of herself.
1: That's, in this that's, culture—that's so the drama of the Book of Ruth. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Is is two women who
2: suddenly have no agency and need rescue. So yeah. you think this is God um, looking out for the the women who are marginalized in this culture and, and yeah. giving them protection? Yeah, like social protection, financial protection. Yeah, like you are
0: not allowed Mm. to victimize them in this way. Mm. Right. Which actually, I'm going to, I am going to pull an Exodus and skip way ahead. (laughs) Okay, Uh, do it. Where, where is that section? 22, I think. The laws about social justice. Yeah, so 22, Mm. 21 through 24, I think is a good way to sort of frame all of these. So it says, don't mistreat an alien or oppress him. You were an alien in Egypt. Don't take advantage of a widow or orphan. If you do, they'll cry out to me, like you did in Egypt, and I'll hear their cry, like I heard your cry in Egypt. I'm adding a little bit here, but that's what it's saying. And I'll get big angy. Like, and, and then I'll get real mad, like I did when you cried out to me. <laughs> and then I'll kill you, and your wives and children will be widows and orphans, like the person you were victimizing. So don't do It's like, like I did in Egypt. It's like, mm. So... Like, so to me, a lot of this is wrapped up in like, this is in the context of the rest of the book of Exodus, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. a lot of this is like, remember who I revealed myself to be. That was the whole point of the first 20 chapters. Yes. That hasn't changed. Like I'm Mm -hmm. the God who does hear and does remember and does act and does take care of the oppressed when they cry out to me. It's like, so pro tip, don't be on the oppressor side of this equation (laughs) because I'm the God who takes care of the oppressed. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah well I, I i've i've heard uh reference a lot to i like, talk about like uh firearms are either scary or comforting depending on what side of them you're on <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you're if you're behind one okay if you are an experienced user of a firearm and you know how they work yeah being behind them is a comforting thing because you know that this the that the uh the scary kill people bits come out the other end but if you're on the other end of of a firearm, it's very scary because you know what comes out the other side of that. And so it's, it's God saying, which side of me do you want to be on? Yeah. Do you want to be protected by my justice or do you want to be avenged by it? Mm. Uh, Because uh, and He's like, I, I don't mess around and I don't take half measures of justice. Uh, He does on occasion change his mind on justice.
0: Uh, Usually in the punishment phase for his people. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I, I mentioned this mostly joking, Like in the beginning of Genesis, but Uh some people have commented, God lacks follow through when it comes to punishment (laughs) (laughs) because he keeps letting his people not be punished as badly as he said they would be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He keeps forgiving them. It's it's, (laughs) It's ridiculous. I I, I was like, probably going a bit far, but I love the phrase. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but yeah like mm. exactly but I mean if you want to play mess around and find out with, with, with God and his patience and where like he's actually going to like listen to like the pleas for like oh I'm so sorry I'll never do it again you know yeah you might be the city of Nineveh you might be the people that like you repent and he's like yes I will I will relent my, my claim of justice <laughs> or, you, or you, might be this, you might be the city of Sodom and Gomorrah you might get
2: blown to smithereens yeah, mm. yeah. mess around and find out yeah. and I think this all goes into like God God is setting aside Israel for to to mm-hmm. be different to be different from the nations and they should treat each other differently and, and even down to these these th- how they go about uh, owning slaves and how they go about uh protecting the sojourner like the the person that is not Jewish that's coming through like protect like protect them <laughs> yeah um and it's and I, this goes into much more later in the in the Bible later in the old Testament where they fail miserably at protecting the widow and the orphan and the, the sojourner. Um, and God doesn't like that. (laughs) He does the way he, he talks to them. Like my wrath will burn against you. Like it does (laughs) when they fail that. And we're running out of time. So let me summarize
0: the rest of these super fast and then we can hit a few of them that are more interesting. Yep. But like the rest of 21 through 23, it's like, so if you kill somebody and you do it by accident, there's a way, like there's a way to continue living in faithfulness to God if you didn't mean to do it. If you did it on purpose, no, just kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if you, if you are like kidnapping people or abusing people, especially your parents, nope, that's not okay. <laughs> no, no way, out, no way out of that. Like, and there's a lot of stuff where like, if you get in a fight with somebody, and you do something to them where it takes a little while for them to recover, you pay for the time. That they lost, that they couldn't work. Like Make you pay them for them whole. to get better, right? Exactly. Like you, you fix it. If you, and this is going to get into your, what about slaves thing, which is always the right question to ask when reading any ancient text. <laughs> um, <laughs> what if a master beats a slave to death? Well, the slave's a person.
1: Hmm.
0: Because you're, I mean, really, if if you've got, if you bought somebody for six years, you bought a part of their life. You don't have complete control over them. So it's just like if a person dies, which is not actually the case in all ancient law courts it's like but and this is where it gets really uncomfortable if you beat the slave and they don't die then they're just property you can do that if you want it's like yuck (laughs) Mm. yeah it's like similar things happen if you are fighting some other guy and somebody accidentally hits a pregnant lady if you are a master and you beat a slave but do it on something that can break like you destroy their eye or knock out a tooth or something if you do it something like that where it's not just a beating that takes a little while to recover from it's like you actually broke something yes. then the slave goes free because you're not supposed to be doing that yes and then you get into fun like well what if there are animals involved what if an animal gores a human yeah it's like we've been dealing all with human 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 on human action <laughs> so far now let's deal with some animal on human stuff it's like well even there it's the exact same thing right like should you have known mm-hmm. no all right like there you have to make it right but Fine. It's like is this: animal in the habit of goring people. All right, then you're responsible because you should have known better and you should have mm. been taking care of your fellow Israelite.
1: It's just like you said last time. We last time we talked about it. It's don't destabilize uh civilization yeah don't de- don't desta <laughs> de- don't destabilize the culture of the people that you're around and make things so like like intentionally murdering you know, like intentionally going out and kidnapping people all, all those things intentionally that breaks down the fabric of your culture and of your civilization and it it, it breaks you as a people all the other stuff where it's accidental, you go through the process to be restored and yes then you can keep going yeah. but we are we are we are out of time we have to launch well, go gate go, okay. <laughs> see one more thing
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so he does have he, there's also like Sabbath for land and stuff which is fun but the one I wanted to hit was hmm. in here it says if your enemy's donking, donkey is like runs away go grab it and bring it back to him if it's struggling take care of it if you don't want to, suck it up and do it anyway. Like, <laughs> which always made me laugh that it explicitly calls out, if your enemy is, enemy's donkey is struggling and you really don't want to help, help anyway. Do it. And I'm just like, huh. <laughs> these are these are sounding really familiar with things that everybody told me when I was growing up don't exist in the Old Testament. But they're right here. What, you mean like mercy and like, yeah, like nuance? and Mm. compassion for humanity. If your enemy wrongs you, wait a second. <laughs> it's right here in the Old Testament. There. Wow.
2: It's so, like it's the same God. It what? is
0: like it's the same what? God. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> but what about
1: the God of wrath and the God of mercy? What? What? Are they the same guy? They... They
0: must be. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right, so
1: we have to launch Andy out of this building because he has to go do important stuff for smart people. But we will meet back here to talk about some more laws, and we will make it interesting. We will make it so that it is not a trip through the uh, absurd. Okay, it might be a little bit
0: absurd. Except, uh, but, uh, we'll make it as interesting as we can. <laughs> but we will make it so you don't hate us by the time we get done. We're not but, miracle workers here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but until then, we're the unimposters. I'm Damien.
2: I'm Isaac, the intern.
1: And I'm Andy. we'll talk with you guys next time.